Easter holidays. NATO forces hoping to encourage Russia not to invade Ukraine are holding a series of war games nearby. Correspondent Charlie Daggett is in Estonia. If a conflict were to break out in this region, these are exactly the conditions they'd be dealing with. Deep snow, a difficult terrain, limited visibility against an enemy that far outnumbers these forces in terms of troops and weaponry. Tesla's issued yet another recall, this time over windshields that seem to take forever to defrost. WWJ's Jeff Gilbert from Detroit. Tesla's been receiving complaints from customers and found a software error that could cause the heat pump to work improperly. The issue involves certain 20 to 22 versions of all Tesla models. No crashes or injuries have been reported. There have been nine Tesla recalls since October, including two last week. One was for seatbelt reminders that don't sound, the other for a software issue that could allow the EVs to roll through stop signs. There are changes coming to TikTok. The platform is taking new steps to protect the LGBTQ community, including prohibiting misgendering and dead naming. For a lot of people, that can be really invalidating. Also, a practice called conversion therapy, which tries to convert LGBTQ people. Hurting can be a psychological trigger to some people. The updated community guidelines also broaden the platform's ban on misogyny, content that promotes eating disorders and dangerous TikTok channels. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. Two-time U.S. Olympic champ Michaela Schifrin sat down in the snow and buried her head between her knees in Beijing today. She is out of contention for her best event, the women's slalom, after running off course at the Winter Games. I won't feel awful forever, that's for sure. Just pretty, pretty low right now. She was disqualified from the giant slalom Monday for missing a gate. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Hey, Ray Magliozzi here. Have you ever cooked a really fine gourmet meal? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm told it all comes down to the ingredients. And when I need ingredients to improve my car, the place I go is eBay Motors. Whether you roasted your last transmission, graded your current floor mats, or pureed your side view mirror on a lamppost, eBay Motors has the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. And by the way, if you recently fired up your grill, don't worry, eBay Motors has grills too. eBay Motors, let's ride. Now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that the widely used non-contact thermometers are not accurate and have high probabilities for false negative readings. New COVID strands are on the rise and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible at a time when accuracy matters most. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. Don't wait. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Doctors are giving out prescriptions of a different sort north of the border. Sure, medicine is good when you're sick, but in Canada, the latest prescription is a National Parks Pass. It's part of the new Parks Campaign, P-A-R-X, as in prescription, to help people with mental health issues. The goal is to encourage patients to spend more time in nature, whether that's a hike, gardening, or just sitting outside. Experts say it can help lower stress, anxiety, and heart rates, and improve self-esteem, especially among children. Right now, the program is limited, but officials hope to expand it to all of Canada by the end of the year. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Carl Icahn wants McDonald's to stop doing business with pork producers that abuse their pigs. You know your bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit isn't truly yours. Tells the Wall Street Journal the fast food chain's gone back on a promise to stop buying from farmers who confine their pregnant swine to cramped crates to prevent aggressive behavior. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Do you check your Google search results regularly? You should. People often get their first impression of you or your business online. Negative comments on the Internet can impact your life and your livelihood. Take control of your online reputation. Get your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com. It may reveal negative posts from an ex-employee, upset patient or client, news article, legal issue, or even exposed personal information right there in your Google search results. Uncover what's lurking on the Internet about you with reputationdefender.com patented scan and get your free reputation report card.
Or for immediate assistance with your reputation, call 800-401-6681. Our cutting-edge technology helps make your Google search results look their best. Call 800-401-6681. That's 800-401-6681. 800-401-6681. Or take the free scan at reputationdefender.com. Who day? Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals are going to Los Angeles to face the Rams in Super Bowl 56. This is the first time since the 1988 season that the Bengals have been in the Super Bowl. Westwood One's coverage of Super Bowl 56 is brought to you locally by Matthews Insurance, Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, and Steve Abdella at Auto Exchange. Tune in on February 13th at 2 p.m. on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM. At Pizza Cottage, they always use the finest ingredients, treat their customers and employees like family, and always give back to the community. From pizzas to subs, wings to pasta, they have everything for your family to enjoy. You can also book their party rooms and their food truck. Pizza Cottage has a new location at 951 East State Street for dine-in, carry-out, and delivery through door. So visit them today or visit their website, www.pizza-cottage.com. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's really not the, it's Kim, not the Kim and Ruth Show. It's really... <laughs> Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to Make It Happen. Here at A Work of Heart, we are grateful for our customers and their loyalty. You have been a blessing to us, and we thank you again. 2021 was a challenge for us all. If you need a positive influence for the coming year, come into our store for a new spring flag or rug. We have the best selection of flags in the Mid-Ohio Valley. We have beautiful framed art made in Pennsylvania and Indiana. Many of our pieces of art have been painted and designed by our local artist, D. Jones. Our inspirational routed signs have been made in Indiana and West Virginia. If you need some new decor for your cabin or ski lodge, we have just what you need. Bear, deer, eagles, moose, wolves, horses, cows, roosters, chickens, pigs, goats, turkeys, dogs, cats, bunnies, ducks, and so much more. You can find it all at A Work of Heart in Grand Central Mall, Vienna, West Virginia. And find us on Facebook or at aworkofheart.biz. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 a.m. on WATH. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Let's be honest. The National Symphony may not be in his future, but he wanted to try violin. So you said yes because you love him. And if you love him that much, love him enough to make sure he's buckled up and in the back seat. Find out more about keeping your kids safe in your vehicle at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H Beautiful sunshine this morning, headed up to 51 degrees, and that'll be very welcome as we get more and more melt, melting 
In two days from now, it's going to be also 51. 43 tomorrow, though. Hey, we got a free-for-all. And it's a Wednesday. The ninth day of February. course valentine's just around the corner anyway scott's here i'm here okay two four six eight who do we appreciate oysters oysters raw 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 talking with coach art turf here at midweek coach this wouldn't uh, happen to be one of your favorite uh, parts of our radio series would it this program well that's right you know right here in the middle of the week this is uh, too late to go back over the games already been played and too early to think about what games coming up this weekend this is what you call your midweek program and this is where i like to talk about all the legends and the lore that inept tech football has given to the history of football in this great game of ours it is amazing how many of the football terms we hear every week on radio and television actually developed right here at NF Tech. Not only that, this is where they got their start, and we are real pleased that we could get this program on there and let all the fine fans know what a fine program we got. One of the terms that we hear quite often, the Hail Mary Pass, and I didn't really realize until we were talking before the program that that uh, actually originated right here. Well, not only that, this is where it got its start, too. You know, a lot of folks is probably under the mistaken idea that uh, that feller that uh, played quarterback for uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Roger uh, Staubach. That's him. That's the feller. Or, or that boy that uh, played over to Boston College. If Doug used, uh, Flutie. Yeah, that's him. They probably think that them boys, because uh, they throwed so many of them Hail Mary passes, they probably thought that they got their start uh, over there. But no, 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 no. Got, got to start right here at NAP Tech uh, back in 1967. We had a boy name of uh, Hale, Hambone Hale, playing quarterback that time. And, and uh, it was getting on close to homecoming. Uh, and uh, we was getting ready to play Cinema State. And, uh, and Hambone was supposed to get married right after the ball game. And the ball game was running a little bit long. And, and he decided he took upon himself right there at the last play of the ball game that it was time for him to get to the church and he better get there on time. So he snapped the ball faded back to pass and let one go into the end zone and as soon as he let it go he took off the other direction into the clubhouse so as he could get to the church on time and dogged if that ball didn't get caught in the end zone for a touchdown only touchdown we scored that day so uh, from here on in anybody that fades back to pass and throws one long and deep at the end of the ball game and gets caught for a touchdown that's called a hail mary pass but that's only because hambone hail throwed it so he could go off and get married and i'll be back with coach turf right after this message. We switched up the Art Turf show this morning, hoping to bring the INEPT raw, raw, raw oysters some good luck today and maybe a victory. Didn't happen. But the Art Turf show, proudly sponsored by Bacterial Wipes. You often have a similar product, don't you? Uh, no. No? No. I try to switch it up. I go from ice picks to scrapers to snow boots to bacterial wipes to zinc and on and on. The list grows. Okay. Coach Turf, while we're talking about quarterbacks, any other quarterback terminology originate here? Well, that's right. You know, that takes me back to 1959. Uh, I remember we had a boy named of, uh, Benson, Benedict Benson, playing quarterback for us. He was the world's first scrambler. It wasn't that boy that played for the Vikings. Uh, his name was... Uh, Fran uh, Tarkenton. That's right. But he wasn't the first scrambler. It was Benedict Benson because he liked to fix breakfast for all the boys on game day, uh, uh, scramble eggs for everybody. And when he'd do, he'd have eggs left over, and he'd stick them in his football pants. And when he'd get down there on the football field, he didn't want to get tackled with eggs in his britches, so he'd run around a avoiding everybody and that's why they call him a scrambler that kind of makes you wonder because he'd like to fix poached eggs for everybody if they didn't call everybody poachers be listening again sports fans for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the fighting oysters of inept tech the coaching legend in his own mind the one and only coach art turf At Ohio Health, you can see your doctor here, there, or anywhere, whether it's in person. Hi there. How are you feeling today? Or at home. Hi there. How are you doing? 
at one of our 200 plus care sites across the state. All right, let's take a look. Or on your tablet, smartphone, or computer. So when did this problem start? You'll feel good knowing Ohio Health provides the finest care anywhere. Schedule care today at ohiohealth.com slash finest care. So savory, so peppery, and covered with so much country-style gravy. The sausage gravy and biscuit at McDonald's is worth jumping out of bed for. It's made with a real buttermilk biscuit smothered in hearty sausage gravy. Now, mix and match the sausage gravy and biscuit, sausage McMuffin with egg, or bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Get 82 for just $4.29. At McDonald's, your mouth is already made up. Start your morning hot with sausage gravy and biscuit. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Silence is golden. Did we have our show intro? Yeah, you want to do it again? Yeah, I feel like we were all goofed up there. You started talking, and then Art Turf came in. Okay. Well, um, I I want this to be very official-like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's do this. And well, then we'll do that. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. All right. Good morning, folks. Now we sound a little more like uh, I was expecting. Although all the stuff I heard was cool. Beautiful sunshine, 51 degrees. I said that before. It's going to have 51 two days from now as well. Like a recording of what we did a moment ago. Too bad about the Bobcats last night. Scott and I'll discuss that in a moment. But this is the party line, a free-for-all edition of the party line. And uh, that means all day, rather all hour, we've got um, a variety of topics, nothing specific per se. So um, did you um, catch the game last night? Parts of it. Yeah. Yeah, they got drilled again by Toledo. Toledo's got their number, seems like. And yet Toledo's not... um, are they ranked this year like we are? Uh, neither team is ranked. Well, um, not in the top twenty-five, but Toledo no. is now nineteen and five. Yeah, the Bobcats are nineteen and four. Five-game winning streak snapped. The Bobcats five-game winning streak. Toledo is now eleven and two in the MAC. Bobcats are ten and two in the MAC. Oh, okay. So they are um, kind of neck and neck. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the I was ho- thinking Ohio had just a notch or two above them. No. No, Toledo's having, obviously, a very good year. Okay. Uh, I think the Bobcats were only ahead in the game last night for a grand total of 43 seconds of the entire game. They uh, did not shoot very well. Only shot uh, just about 33% for the entire game. Uh, they only made uh, 22 field goals and uh, only shot 13 foul shots and made seven of those. I'm, I'm just curious, and these are stats I don't expect you to know without, you know, punching on your computer a little bit. We'll give it a try. University of Toledo. Yeah. How many? What's the enrollment up there? Uh, they're roughly about the same as Ohio University. Are they? Yeah. And, of course, they have uh, a they have a lot of commuters being in a city the size of Toledo. Sure. Um, what's their uh, basketball facility like? It's nice. It's uh, a new center they built. I want to say maybe, it in terms of new, I mean within the last five to ten years. Okay. John Savage Arena. It's in a great location. Uh, they have a pretty rowdy crowd there. I've been to a few games in Toledo, and they they love their 
basketball there in Toledo. So attendance now, last night was uh, nearly 6,000. Okay. Now the Convo, see if you can remember roughly what year it was established. 68. 68. Yeah. That was the first season they had there, too. Great team going in there. I remember Gerald McKee playing in there, number 32. Man, he used to – he filled it up, meaning he could – he was a player. Mm-hmm. He was a scorer. Great player for the Bobcats back in the day. Well, I, I had just arrived um, a couple years after um, the combo was built. And it was um, – Wow, what a showpiece. And I still say it is. It's a beautiful facility. It's been well taken care of. Um, And we had uh, closer to 8,000 at the last game. Uh, So people were coming out, and that was a bad night, weather-wise. Although it was a good night for basketball. Is that the one they moved to the afternoon? Mm. That game? Mm, I I don't. I got all confused now. But anyway, last um, Thursday was when that one the was. The first, the first uh, one they moved up. Oh, they had a game Saturday too. That's right, two p.m. Yeah, the first game they moved up. Uh, it was kind of touch and go as far as saying you had a good crowd. Yeah. The ones that were there were very enthusiastic, but um, the game Saturday, um, yeah, exciting. Okay, yeah. well. Yeah, the combo is, for me, of the facilities I've been to, still, for me, the best one in the MAC. There you go. That's that's what I was looking for. Um, yeah, Toledo's Savage Arena. It's a beautiful arena. It's new. Savage Arena. Yeah, One John John Savage Arena. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the name of the uh, person they named it after the naming rights. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's a beautiful arena, newer than the Convocation Center, but still, I've I've attended games there. I've played in games there, and the shooters background is magnificent in the Convocation Center. That's why you see. Teams visiting teams that come into the Convocation Center shoot so well because the background is a darker background and you can see the rim much more clear. The orange of the rim right. is very vivid compared to other places that I've played. Well, folks, it's uh, February 9th, and of course the year is 2022. Today, and most every day in Athens, is um, this, but um, today is National Pizza Day. Boy, we've got some great pizza options in Athens. And um, some real variety. It's National Cut the Cord Day. What do you think that means? Put down the cell phones, put down the remote control. And oh, nothing is awful as like uh, cut the cord to your family or something like that. Yeah. Okay. We'll find out here. Here's one I don't think should be on there. National Toothache Day. I lost a tooth the other day, and I'm scheduled to see, um, you know, the the guy who's going to make it all right, the dentist, but he's a special dentist, right? And uh, it'll take three appointments. But uh, fortunately, it's not like uh, dead front and center. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not looking like um, I'm from this region or something. I I don't know. Oh, come on now. I, I know. That was awful. Yeah. National Bagel and Locks Day. Mm-mm-mm. I love bagels. Okay, so that's that's that report. Cut the Cord Day. Here it is. The streaming movement has rapidly grown over the past five years. Does not show any signs of stopping. As the digital world supplies more choices, it also provides 
the flexibility, selection, and reliability we've been looking for. So it's no surprise that industry analysts estimate that up to 6 million people will cut the cord on traditional TV subscriptions uh, this year, which means cutting the cable and going with streaming with um, flash drives, as they say. You can stick a, put a stick in there with Hulu, uh, streaming TV, Netflix, etc. So people are cutting the cord on satellite dish subscriptions and um, subscriptions to cable TV. Um, <clears throat> the um, there are some TV ads that feature. Driving cars that self-drive or self-park or self, you know what I mean. That would just drive me nuts. Yeah, as I mentioned the other day, I'm I'm not getting in one. Because we had a caller, <clears throat> I think it was Dave called in too about, you know, he works in electronics and has for years. And eventually electronics fail. Those driverless cars mm. rely on those chips and electronics. And eventually they will fail. And it would be extremely unfortunate if they failed at a terrible time. Yeah. Well, I found an article this morning. It says, a Super Bowl of driving. Okay, so now... In case you didn't know it, there is an Ohio team, I think it's over in Cincinnati, the uh, Bengals? Yes, that's it. Um, we that, should be doing something every day about the Super Bowl. That are Bengals. headed, um, they're, they're going to play... Um, the Rams? The, the Rams, who are in Los Angeles, right? Yes. Now, the game's going to be held where? Los Angeles. In actually, Los Angeles. Englewood, California. Okay. Is, which is Los Angeles. Is this the same stadium that the Rams call home? Yes. Okay. I'm just curious. Is that customary? No, it is not. The only other time it's happened was... Last year with uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers okay. playing in their home stadium. Just happened to work out that way. Hmm. But nobody expected the Bengals to be in the Super Bowl except, like we've said, Joe Burrow and the entire guys, entire team in that locker room, staff but, and organization. Yeah, but what I mean is yeah, I know you know, shouldn't mean. they play at a neutral site? Yes. And traditionally they do. Okay. But it just happened – to be picked, they pick these sites a year or two, three years in advance. Well, they're making this about football, but it really has nothing to do with it. It says, gearing up for the big game, here's a preview of the winner on the road. A company called Insurify reviewed over 4.6 million car insurance applications to, ide to identify which city Cincinnati or Los Angeles has the better drivers in 2022. <laughs> okay. Here are three takeaways from this uh, report. Cincinnati drivers have far worse speeding rates. They got places to go. People to see. Cincinnati's DUI rate, that's driving under the influence rate, is slightly higher than Los Angeles's, but both are above the national average by 83 and 29% respectively. Cincinnati motorists have a higher at-fault traffic violations. Hmm. 
Well, I just thought that was kind of a little blurb that would be of interest, maybe. I guess um, I guess L.A. wins in terms of drivers. Yeah, maybe that, but it's going to be a different story Sunday. I had a suggestion from one of our loyal listeners. No, we don't listen to them. I do. I'm kidding. I know. What? What? Having like a sort of a pep rally on Friday's show, having callers to call in to add their stories about Joe Burrow and the Bengals or Certainly. some of their thoughts about the Bengals. Well, let's try Wishing it. them well. Let's try it. You promote like it throughout the next few days. All you? right. Yeah. I mean, see, maybe callers let's might want to call in today and let us know what they think about doing something like that. Whenever. They were always welcome. Sure. Historical events on this day in history, right? February 9th. February 9th, 1775, the British Parliament declares Massachusetts a colony in rebellion. 1904 on this date, Japanese land troops at um, Chimopo, and they also call it Incheon, which is near Seoul, Korea. Within the next three weeks, they will have advanced to the Yalu, Yalu River, which is on the border of Manchuria. That in 1904. 1943, Japanese troops e- evacuate Guadalcanal, ending the epic World War II battle on the Solomon Islands in the Pacific. I studied that a good bit at one point. 1972, British government declares state of emergency after a month-long coal miners' strike. So a few historical highlights. Okay, now let's do some birthdays and some deaths and stuff. So, um, let's see here. Famous birthdays. Um, We've got um, one who's still living and three that have passed. So let's uh, do those that have passed first. William Henry Harrison. One of our founders, right? Uh, actually, he was a U.S. president. But uh, had a lot to do with our old history. He was an American military officer and politician who served as the ninth president of the United States. He died just 31 days after his inauguration in 1841 and had the shortest presidency in U.S. history. 31 days. 31 days. Well, he was born on this date in 1773, but as um, as Scott just mentioned, he died in 1841, and again, 31 days after he became president. Yeah, he actually passed in the White House. Okay, um, let's see here. Ronald Coleman, actor, right? I think so. Yes. Born in 1891 on this date, died in 1958. Ronald Charles Coleman was an English-born actor starting his career in theater and silent film in his native country, then immigrating to the United States and having a successful Hollywood film career. He was most popular during the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. Some of his movies include Random Harvest, Lost Horizon, A Double Life, and the Prisoner of Zenda from 1937. A few few of those I remember. Okay, someone more recent, if you will. Brendan Behan, Behan, B-E-H-A-N. He was born in 1923, died in 1964. There's a very pleasant picture of him here. Um, What's his thing? I don't know that name. Brendan Francis Aiden Behan was an Irish poet, short story writer, novelist, and playwright who wrote in both English and Irish. 
He was named Irish Central as one of the greatest Irish writers of all time. Well, he has a great uh, facial expression here. He looks like he would have been a fun guy to know. Okay, the last person we have in terms of birthdays is still living. It's Alice Walker, who is today celebrating her 78th birthday. Alice Malsonoir Talula Kate Walker is an American novelist, short story writer, poet, and social activist in 1982. She became the first African-American woman to win the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction. Oh, wow. With, with uh, which she was awarded her for her novel, The Color Purple. Ah, that was famous. Yeah, but other books include Everyday Use from 1973 and In Search of Our Mother's Gardens in 1983 and also wrote a book in 85 called Alice Walker Poetry. Two uh, famous deaths to mention. Sorry, I, I got distracted for a minute. Uh, first one is Paul Lawrence Dunbar, D-U-M-B-A-R. He was born in 1872. He died in 1906 he, on this date. What? <clears throat> Excuse me. He was an American poet, novelist, and short story writer of the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Born in Dayton, Ohio, to parents who had been enslaved in Kentucky before the American Civil War. Dunbar began writing stories and verse when he was merely a child. Mm -hmm. Some of his uh, books include The Sport of the Gods from 1902 and from 1896, The Uncalled. And uh, the last is Bill Haley, H-A-L-E-Y. Uh, born in 1925, died in 1981. I, wasn't he a sports guy? Nah, he was a singer. Remember Bill Haley and the Comets? Oh, oh yes. Okay. Bill Haley and the Comets uh, was his group. William John Clifton Haley was a pioneering American rock and roll mu musician. He is credited by many with first popularizing this form of music in the early 1950s with his group Bill Haley and the comet, uh, Comets, including songs of Shake, Rattle, and Roll, Rock Around the Clock, and See You Later, Alligator. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> After a while, Can't believe I didn't remember that. All right, let's see here. Here's a few quotes that just caught my eye this morning, and I, I hope they'll mean something to you as well. Some of these names don't mean anything. That's all right. The first one simply says, if we have the attitude that it's going to be a great day, it usually is. Catherine Pulsifer. If we have the attitude that it's going to be a great day, it usually is. Here's another one. I really appreciate people who correct me because without them, I might have been repeating mistakes for a long time. <laughs> Mufti Mink is known for that one. Here's another. Very often, a change of self is needed more than a change of scene. That's heavy. It's good stuff. A.C. Benson. <clears throat> Milton Burroughs got the next one. If opportunity doesn't knock, build the door. <laughs> yep. If opportunity doesn't knock, build the door. Milton Burroughs. I remember as a kid watching his show uh, weekly on TV. My dad knew him a little bit. Let's see. This next one is kind of hard to read, but let's see if I can get it. 
How to stop time. Kiss. How to travel in time. Read. How to escape time. Music. How to feel time. Write. How to release time, read. And I'm sorry, it is just, this print is, um, oh, here it is. I was trying to figure out who was, who's that quote from, but it's from a person by the name of Matt Haig, H-A-I-G. And the last one I've got is from George Burns. You know you're getting old when you stoop to tie your shoelaces and wonder what else you could do while you're down there. (laughs) George Burns. I just thought those were kind of fun. Yeah, it was a good one. All right. He also has a couple other pretty good ones about aging. He went on to say, at his age, flowers scare me. (laughs) Yeah. Like uh, for the grave or something. Yeah. Um, He says... uh, Go ahead. He smokes cigars because at my age, if I don't have something to hang on to... I might fall down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I admit cigars are one of my weaknesses. Okay. Um. (laughs) Here's a pretty good one, too. People are always asking me when I'm going to retire, why should I? I've got it two ways. I'm still making movies, and I'm a senior citizen, so I can see myself at half price. (laughs) Okay, let's see here. I've got some uh, more serious stuff here. I hope I don't bring you down too much. Up the road, our our state's capital, Columbus. I have a story here in front of me that says, More people were killed in Ohio's largest city last year than ever before as Columbus recorded 204 homicides. Last year was the capital city's first with more than 200 homicides. The previous record was 175, and that was in 2020. Columbus is home to just over 900,000 residents, which means that if every homicide victim last year were a city resident, that's one in every 4,440 people. Victims ranged in age from 17 months to 89 years of age. The median age was 30. By the way, there was one victim whose age was unknown. But the point is, more than half were under 30. The average victim was 32 years old. 21 or 10%, were under 18. Okay, 204 homicides. That's about one in every 1.8 days. So almost one every other day. The longest time between separate incidents was 14 days. 
And that was November 8th to November 22nd. The shortest time between two different incidents, seven minutes. That was on May 1st. Now, not included in Columbus Police's official homicide count is the April 20th shooting death of 19-year-old Makia Bryant by a uh, Columbus Police Department officer. Uh, Incidentally, that death was ruled as a homicide in August. And that's in front of the courts now. Um, Channel 4 came up with a a map of where each of these 200 and what did I say? 204 homicides occurred. And I don't have that in front of me, but uh, I did see it earlier. And there weren't too many spots in Columbus left without some sort of blotch or spot. July had the most, 26 of them. Five of the months had more than 20. This is last year. 191 homicides were standalone killings, while 13 homicides were part of double or triple killings. Okay, of these homicides, 185 came from guns, Five were stabbings. Three were uh, via trauma. That's like blunt force. Three were cuttings. Two were struck by cars. One was a burning. And one was a dismemberment. Ooh. All of them awful to think about. And then they named three places in Columbus where there were multiple separate homicides last year. So on Hudson Street in northern Columbus, there's a Sunoco gas station there. It had two killings, one in January, one in May. There's an eagle fuel gas station on Livingston Avenue that is in eastern Columbus. There were three killings there. (laughs) This one that sounds a little weird. Another place called the Confidential Men's Club. Oh, no, the Confidential Gentlemen's Club in eastern Columbus. They had two killings. Well, I saw that on the news at Columbus TV stations, and I think those were both inside that establishment. Um... Have you ever gone to, uh, what do you call it, a men's club? I have. No. Yeah, I have. In Hawaii, no, I have not. In, in Hawaii. And um, I think once in Columbus, I can't remember. But with some friends, and it was just kind of a goofy not, men's night out sort of thing. Um, I didn't particularly care for it. It was fun at the moment, but, you know, 
What the hell? I can have fun at a nice restaurant. I can have lots of fun with my wife there. Um, we love to socialize. Um, you know, you've got these, what would you call them, paid waitresses flirting with you. Um, well, you get the point. It's just not, it's not my thing. All right. Um, let's see here. Another story. This is for Ohioans. No, this is Athens. Okay. Doxo, D-O-X-O. Doxo Insights report for 2022. They do um, like expense reports to determine and give you statistics about what the average family spends in a particular area on this or that. But here's the one I found this morning. The average person in Athens pays $1,813 per month on the 10 most common household bills. Now, that is 9.5% lower than the national average, so that's good news. Um... Let's see here. Household bills for Athens. Okay, so the mortgage is one. Or rent. Auto loans. Utilities. Health insurance. Auto insurance. Cable or internet. Or both. Mobile. So that's your cell phone, I guess. Alarm and security. In life insurance. Now, my wife, Pat, has been working real diligently on a budget. And uh, I'm going to take this report home because not only does it say the average of cost of monthly bills in Athens. And then the categories, but they also have dollars. So where I said $1,813 monthly on household bills, like they say, your mortgage, 1061 is typical. Rent, if you rent, 860 If you have auto loans, 357 a month. Utilities, 356 a month. Health insurance, 107. Auto insurance, 139. And and it goes on and on, right? So she might find this helpful. So I'll keep this one. All right. Where's my discard pile? Over here, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Here's another thing. Um, You know, I, I know I'm kind of wanting to buy a new car. And I don't mean new necessarily, but a new to me. And it says, with President's Day approaching and consumers having taken out another $28 billion in auto loan debt in the third quarter of 2021 alone, the personal finance website, Web Wallet Hub, which you know I use often, today released the first quarter installment of its auto financing report along with its in-depth analysis of 2022 cities that overspend on cars. Okay, so cities that overspend on cars. I'm, I'm, went, I'm down the list. Uh, let's see, is this two-pager? No. Okay, there's, there's nothing in Ohio. A lot of Texas... Um, a couple Georgia, a couple Louisiana, 
one or two Florida, but it's mostly all Texas. Okay, places that spend the least on cars. Once again, there's no Ohio. There's quite a few California, New Jersey, Michigan, New York, and I guess there's two in Connecticut. So, um, just FYI, right? Yes. And I'll leave it at that, even though I have more data. here. COVID. I'm, I want to tell you that things are backing off a little bit. But again, I've become a little bit cautious about saying things like that because the way the numbers are turned in at the state and federal and international levels Sometimes we'll have a big bump because someone didn't turn them in for two days. And it's not just, um, you know, there countries such as the United States and Russia and Great Britain. I mean, they're, they're very conscientious. But there's some of these smaller countries that... Um, are not so perfectly organized, right? Anyway, so um, yesterday we had 53 new cases in Athens. We have now 12,003 that have recovered. Um, out of 13,763. So that's a real good rate. Our county has stayed steady for a while at 112 deaths since this whole thing began. There are 332 in the hospital. The state. We had... 4,385 new cases yesterday, bringing our total to 2,617,104. But 2,412,401 have recovered. So that means active cases were 204,000. Statewide, we've had 34,592 deaths. New cases yesterday, 4,385 in our state. Folks, keep it up. Keep being diligent. Keep thinking about one another. The mask mandates, there's some talk of that being relaxed a great deal. I don't know. Just do what you think's right. But please, once again, consider the vaccine. We're out of time. We'll see you tomorrow. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is scheduled to speak in an hour from now and announce the state's indoor mask mandate will be lifted at the end of the month. A senior state official says it will only happen, though, if COVID cases keep falling. And Pritzker will not get rid of school mandates despite protests. <laughs> 
it's my children. They're my responsibility to teach. And we're out here now to get the masks off. New York's governor is expected to announce an end to indoor mask mandates today as well. NATO forces are hoping to encourage Russia not to invade Ukraine by holding war games in nearby Estonia. Pope Francis is weighing in. He's urging a diplomatic solution, calling war insanity. Hawaii Senator Maisie Hirono. It is in some ways really difficult to predict what Putin has in mind, except when you amass over 100,000 troops. Uh, uh, I don't know how he's supposed to walk that back. There's been a last-minute delay in a medal ceremony at the Winter Olympics. CBS's Steve Futterman's in Beijing. The IOC is saying very little. All it will confirm is that there's an issue involving the Russian figure skating team, which requires legal consultation. Nothing more than that. Now, there have been some reports suggesting it could involve a positive drug test. If the Russian team is disqualified, the U.S. squad, which finished second in the team competition, would get the gold medal. Lawyers for Hertz will be in court today 